People all over the world are just beginning to talk about the Beatles. My model of business is the Beatles. You know, they were four very talented guys. One, two, three. Hello, my name's Paul McCartney. This is Ringo Starr. This is John Lennon. I'm George Harrison. Welcome back to the Here, There, and Everywhere podcast. I'm your host, Jack Lawless. Today, I have the pleasure of welcoming David Arquette to the podcast. David is not only an accomplished actor who starred in movies such as Scream and Never Been Kissed, but he's also a passionate advocate for creativity and artistic expression. And beyond his cinematic achievements, he's ventured into the world of professional wrestling, where he's won the WCW World Heavyweight Championship, and he's even explored the intricacies of the music scene, which we'll touch on in this interview. Today, David joins the podcast to dive deep into his love for the Beatles and to explore why they're still so influential and impactful on the world today. David, thank you so much for coming on the Here, There, and Everywhere podcast. It's great to have you on. Thanks for having me, Jack. I'm such a Beatles fan. This is an honor. Well, it's an honor to have you on the podcast, and it's great to know that you're a huge Beatles fan, You know, which leads me to ask, how did you hear the Beatles for the first time? Man, my, my dad was in a band called the Sky Monitors, and I'm not sure if they were under the Apple label or not, or EMI or something. There was some connection because they were like this folk band. They were headed, uh, led by Hamilton Camp, which was an old folk singer. And um, and I just remember them playing Here Comes the Sun. I almost thought it was their song. <laughs> but uh, once I got older, I figured it out that they were just covering it. But um, So that was my earliest memory. And then I remember also as a kid at my friend, the Gleasons, this big Irish family, were all a bunch of boys growing up, and uh, we had an eight-track tape, and we'd play it, <laughs> pretend to be the Beatles. I'm not sure what album it was, but we just loved it. I think it may have been Sgt. Pepper's. Those were my earliest memories. And what was it about the Beatles that were so captivating? Oh, man, Here Comes the Sun. There's something so beautiful about that song. It's just become such, I think it's about a lot of the Beatles songs. They become such a, a aspect of our lives. Of, you know, they trace back to memories and they're just within the fabric of our existence. <laughs> I don't know. There's something almost, I don't know. I don't want to get too spiritual or whooshy, but um, very, I don't know, you know, connected to something bigger and music and their harmonies and just the, sort of emotion and message that they sent as well, that love, you know, all their messages about love and all that. Did they have any influence on your acting career or your decision to get into wrestling at all? <laughs> um, not, not, not too much about that. I mean, I do listen to them, um, you know, if I have certain uh, scenes and stuff, I like use music a lot to, get me in a mood or, or um, reminisce or have memories on a certain thing. Uh, 
I don't know. Also, for some reason, the Beatles music, if you've lost people in your life, it's, they, it, it brings, it, I don't know, it elevates the emotional content of it almost. Like it just, especially if you share memories with the music with these people. Yeah, totally. A song that, you know, really evokes that for me is in my life. I hear that song and I think of all my family and friends. Yeah, for sure. That song. I mean, they have so many. Penny Lane, uh, Strawberry Fields Forever. I mean, um, but A Day in the Life to me is my favorite Beatles song. It's sort of the ultimate, like, I don't know. There's something so heavy and deep about that song. Whenever it comes on, I take note of what's going on in my life and where I am. And, you know, and it always seems to come on it, like, pivotal points so what kind of music would you listen to while while you were preparing for a wrestling match oh for a wrestling match wrestling match i don't uh i like to stay try to stay calm so um i wouldn't listen to too much i know some people like to get all hyped up i'm such a ball of nerves already <laughs> i do listen, would listen to calmer stuff or i'm not sure what what I would do. I'm waiting. <laughs> I usually was just so nervous wrestling that I'm just the all caught up in my head. Yeah. Well, how do you get over the nerves while you're preparing? Man, you know, I've been studying clowning recently and it's helped me a lot. And one of the uh, lessons my teacher, Misha Usov, this incredible Ukrainian clown, taught me that. Um, a clown performance is like a gift and you're just presenting it to someone without expecting anything in return. Um, so when you look at it that way, it takes the edge off some of that stuff. Although one of the last performances I did in, in a show, I just was so nervous going to set. I was working with a bunch of really incredible actors and writers and producers and directors. And I was just like, Oh, I'm so nervous. So call my sisters after and they're like, it happens to us too, <laughs> you know, just part of the whole thing with nerves. But it's funny, you have to have a lot of confidence. That's one of the things about the Beatles. They had a lot of confidence individually, each one of them. But they uh, they also had, were super humble, you know, you see Get Back and how they interact and how they uh, even, you know, at the peak of, you know, sort of the stress and tension of the band, they're still communicating with, you know, dignity and I don't know. There's some moments in there. There's especially when I see George and sort of he presents a song. Uh, uh, I mean mine. Yeah, and they just kind of like brush it off and it like goes on to be this iconic, beautiful song. And I don't know. You could just see the dynamic, and it's funny that. To understand that, I mean, as an artist, you kind of are always either battling other people's critiques or opinions of you or, you know, your own brain and, <laughs> and sort of staying positive and not, you know, being destructive or something. Especially, yeah, with George. And, you know, I think Yoko got blamed a lot, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? So unnecessarily, as far as, you know, she and John really you know, found the ultimate true love in each other. It's 
pretty epic love story. And Linda and Paul and Linda and Paul, you know. <laughs> it's all new. Now you had a band called <laughs> Year Two Thousand. I know it's the worst name in the history of bands. But yes, it was called Year Two Thousand. We were together in nineteen ninety-nine. That's awesome. Now, did the Beatles have any influence on the music that you wrote with that band? That's so funny. We had this one song. I forgot what it was called. But um, uh, it essentially, she's so heavy. It's out, and when I listened back, I was like, I never even made the connection. But it essentially sounds like the same song. <laughs> so uh, we did. Yes, we were heavily influenced, probably too much. <laughs> Especially just songwriting. I just listened to their music to be inspired uh, as far as songwriting. You know, Bozo the Clown, I'm doing a lot of Bozo the Clown stuff right now. And he's been in the studio really cutting it up <laughs> and uh, <laughs> doing some music. And that's been really beautiful. And I've been just listening to Beatles Station on Sirius XM nonstop. It's such a incredible station. Um, listening to everyone just getting little bits of history it's beautiful i mean peter asher alone breakfast with the Beatles. i don't know i just love it have the beatles influenced your life in like any other way yeah i mean you know i feel like they've been the biggest voice for what i believe in is you know love you know the, the <laughs> teachings of imagine you know just uh you know a world where we're just we understand that we're all connected I wish if people, even if you don't have children, you were someone's child. And if they just understand that it's all about our children and how much we love our children, and even if someone's completely different or on the other side of the world, they still have their child and that love. And that's what unites us. And it's that love. That's why we don't want to have wars. It's why, you know, we don't want, you know, gun violence. So, and, uh, you know, all the sort of also little mental health stuff and just self-love. There's a lot of stuff that personally I dealt with in the past that I, uh, I just know how painful it can be and how, you know, uh, people can beat themselves up and how we need to be kind to ourselves and each other. You know, hopefully we can have a better work. So the whole hate and, you know, anger and, you know, all of that, which needs leads nowhere. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's one of my favorite things about the Beatles. You know, most of their songs are about love. And I think Paul McCartney even said that's his favorite thing about the Beatles, too. I think one of the coolest examples of that is in the song, I Want to Hold Your Hand, because I don't think they ever mention love directly. But it's this, you know, it's the song about is about this expression of just wanting to be close with someone. And, you know, that that's it, just holding hands. When you're a parent, too, it's like, such a like you know just a security thing kids are safe you know i don't know so beautiful yeah there's so much about all of that i mean the fact that they went to india so early and got into meditation you know i'm trying to like crack being able to meditate <laughs> it's just hard for someone with add and all of my <laughs> stuff but uh to be so early on it and you know and it's so helpful and it really is uh, 
a testament to sort of what advanced thinkers they were as artists. Now, do you have a favorite memory that's associated with the Beatles? Um, it's definitely the you know the here comes the song song just traveling across the country. I remember hearing it and um, you know listening before I lost one of my friends specifically. So yeah, there's a few memories. We had to say goodbye to one of our dogs. The really, you know, that we had for a long time. Things, moments like that. Oh yeah, totally. Now, is uh, is George Harrison your favorite Beatle? Uh, I don't know. I'm not really big on favorites because I just don't think you need them. Because right. um, I just love all of them, and I love what they all bring to it. You know, or even. Not even octopus's garden. I mean, it's incredible. It's such beautiful stuff everybody brought to it. So, no, I don't really have a favorite, but um, I like all of them for what they brought to it. You know, I love John's angst and balls. You know, uh, optimism, all of it. George's soulfulness and Ringo's, you know, Zen sort of quiet buddha stuff it's my dream of uh, it's like such a type two but uh my dream would be for george and paul i mean uh-huh. paul and ringo to get danny and julian and John. that's all the kids everyone come <laughs> together for a big beatles family reunion that's just great. have all the kids shine too i think it would be like kind of healing Yoko and everybody come together. I don't know. There's something to me like would be healing for the world to see. So I've pitched it. <laughs> Honestly, sort of like obsessed with it. It's like, we need that for world peace. It's for world peace, guys. <laughs> Give peace a chance. <laughs> then you bring Led Zeppelin together too, Pink Floyd. Everybody get back together. Get back along. Like Live Aid for the world. You know, <laughs> hate will not take over. I'm sorry. Oh, of course. Well, when you put it like that, there's no reason to not do it, you know? <laughs> All right. Well, here's a question for you. If you were to write a, a movie, and you had to cast one of the Beatles as an actor in that movie, who would you cast? Oh, man. <laughs> Ringo, it would just be funny. <laughs> this is a really random Beatles Arquette bit of nostalgia. I don't know if Rosanna brought it up when she was on the show, but my mom had a line in Caveman, and Ringo was the star of that film. Oh, wow. I think we, like there's a random, like, memory of going to a premiere or something or screening i don't know but um yeah so the six degrees of separations with our cats and the beatles is just one degree oh that is so cool well no rosanna actually didn't bring that up but that's so awesome i'm gonna look into that now <laughs> oh man k-fat's hilarious he would be <laughs> so good too he's got such a dry pan sense of humor you could just very I love the the element of humor within the Beatles music. It's just so great. Oh yeah, of course. And especially in a movie like Get Back because you see it firsthand. Yeah, for sure. 
and how much influence. And for God's sake, Peter Sellers comes and stops by. You can obviously see they even hung out with funny people. Uh, what do you think makes the Beatles relevant to audiences today? I don't, I don't know. I think well, it always goes back to the music. I mean, the, the really were just such brilliant songwriters. You know, harmonies, the melodies, the songs, the stories they tell. Yeah. I think really that's the heart and soul of what makes them ultimately so great. Yeah. And where do you see them in the future? Do you still see them being as, as big as they are now? Yeah, I mean, who knows what they mean, <laughs> everything going on right now. For sure, I mean, their influence is in everything. It's, a, it's really, it's had such an impact. That sometimes it goes so deep that, uh, I don't know, it's just within our, I don't know, it will be around forever. And I think, you know, it'll continue to influence people. People, I love, like, I know, there's some hesitation about it, but some of these mashups they're doing are just amazing. When they mash up certain, I saw one with ACDC and someone else and Michael Jackson or something. It's pretty amazing. And you mentioned being a father before. I'm wondering, do your kids have any favorite Beatles songs? They know a lot of them because uh, just by driving, which is always so funny that they can sing along and stuff. I think uh, Here Comes the Sun is definitely a big one as well with them. For some reason, Octopus's Garden always feels like a kid's song. It's so it's such a... Or Yellow Submarine, something very family feeling about them. Um, I did this art piece called Pink Tank. It's the same vibe. <laughs> Yellow Submarine, a pink tank. Oh, that's I clever. have the sweet, you know... <laughs> War machines that don't create war anymore. That's awesome. All the bombs in the world were only fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you, you solve things. Like, okay, who's going to do a better fireworks show? <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Now, do you have any favorite Beatles albums? It's so weird because when I was younger, I would get, have the albums, obviously, and go through different ones at different times and albums were always like whichever ones you had you'd wear them out you know what i mean but i just can't remember i remember seeing the different albums but uh nowadays it's just more like all of them <laughs> you know what i mean you get all these and i don't really know you know and then it, if you put your songs on shuffle <laughs> then the beatles one comes off i always like i think that i call it the shuffle gods if uh if the shuffle gods are kind to you that day, they you're really <laughs> sweet. Like, oh, you can tell the music's like in the groove of your life. Yeah. And what song would be the perfect song for you today if it came on shuffle? Well, I don't know why, but I've just heard, I think it's flying for some reason. It just seems like it's been a real nice sunny day and sweet, pleasant. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, I love that song. It's really underrated. It seems like a very uh, soundtrack to a day. You know? <laughs> yeah. And how about their solo work? Does any of that work resonate with you as much as their music as a band? Yeah, for sure. Maybe I'm amazed. It's such an incredibly beautiful love song. And um, 
and imagine to me is like one of the greatest message songs ever not that it was meant to be a message but just a marvel song we saw paul at the desert show that was a few years ago um i forgot what it was if there was some desert show where paul played it was really just so great to see him in person i mean and just i don't know something very emotional when you see uh, him in concert, those songs being played, performed live. You're sitting there and you're watching someone perform, and essentially you're also seeing your life flash, <laughs> you know, in your head, like moments of your life. It's so beautiful. So, David, what are you up to now? Are you involved in any projects at the moment? Um, we were, uh, I bought the rights to Bozo the Clown. Uh, it took me 15 years. <laughs> so it, that's been a big mission of mine. Now we've been doing a documentary, and we introduced Jozo Bozo, the first female Bozo the Clown. Awesome. So we've been having fun with that and doing music and doing art and uh, developing. We just have a coffee brand out with Breakfast at Dominic's. <laughs> We're Bozo the Clown coffee. It's a caramel corn-flavored coffee. So and uh, we have a little uh, figurine coming out from handmade by robots so we've been doing a bunch of stuff the bozo um grand prize game is coming back out in the bop bags <laughs> it's awesome. just fun we've been designing shirts so it's been a fun uh fun ex experience just clowning in general there's something really wonderful about uh learning how to be a clown you really tap into sort of that you know, bright light that's in kids' eyes, like that light still exists in our eyes and it's in our hearts. And we can tap into that, like childlike wonder of the world. And when you do that, there's something that uh, kind of makes grown-up life a lot less stressful. You can laugh off things. You don't take yourself too seriously. You find things you really enjoy in life and you just find beauty and calm and the finer things in life which are just it ends up like going for a walk and a nice breeze of wind or you know spending time with friends and laughing and you know the ease of life that is so cool that's such an honorable mission to be on too i fully commend that because i think the world is way too stressed out at the moment and we definitely need more of that so thank you for doing that for sure let your clown out, everybody. Let your clown out. <laughs> the, the way I do it, too, sometimes, it's so ridiculous. But I'll be, like, washing dishes. And then I'll, like, immediately say, like, oh, the dishes now have personalities. So, hey, yeah. look. <laughs> 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 you know, just completely ridiculous stuff. But it lightens life up. And, you know, before you know it, you, you just... Yeah, no, I mean, it colors in life. It makes things so much more fun. It's awesome. And and where can people who are listening, where can they find updates about all of that activity? Well, you can go to bozo.com. We do a lot of work with Healthy Humor, which is an amazing organization that sends medical clowns into 15 hospitals throughout uh, America. So they sort of really transform the energy in a hospital and just provide, you know, these moments of, well, lightening up the the mood in there and a lot of people are going through some hard situations so 
It's really wonderful work they do. Awesome. Well, I'm going to include all of those links in the podcast description so everyone listening can go click on it as they listen. Thank you so much, Jack. It's been a yeah. real honor. Thanks for coming on, David. It's an honor for me. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Here, There, and Everywhere podcast. Thank you so much to David Arquette for coming on and being a guest. You can find all of the links that David was talking about in the podcast description, and you can find the links to his social media there as well. If you liked this episode, be sure to follow this podcast so you can hear more episodes like that coming up. We have a lot of great stuff coming up in the future, so stay tuned.